at quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw. Yeah, 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 Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. All right, everybody, welcome back. Six Bs and a P to our second episode of this season two, week one of the Cleveland Browns season. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here live on the internet, literally, uh, and aquabearlegion.com. I'm joined today by my co host from last week, Mr. Chris Poland. Hello, Internet. There he is. Uh, and Mr. Ian Wolf. Hello. And also by my wife, Miss Sherry Oliver. Hello. Hey, Sherry. Hey. Ian is eating rice. Mm-hmm. There's some curry in there, too, man. I just thought we'd talk about that to delay, if even for 20 seconds, having to talk about the Cleveland Browns, who <laughs> lose. Spicy rice lose in week one to the Miami Dolphins, 23-10. to 10. I mean, do you guys want to know what's in my rice? Let's talk about what's in your rice. All right. There is some broccoli, some spinach, carrots, onion, garlic, chicken. Uh, got some red curry paste, some coconut milk. You know how I do. We do know how you do. Mm-hmm. That's so much more than... Just eating a bowl of rice. Yeah, why would I, I just eat a bowl of rice? Maybe with hot sauce on it. That's I crazy. thought you were just eating a bowl of rice. No. Who eats a bowl of rice? Don't answer Up that. until just a moment ago, I thought you. Awesome. Yeah. Right. You I'm in sorry. our minds. So oh, we can't delay forever. Now I guess we have to go back to the Browns. At least for briefly. We have exhausted the rice conversation. We're here live in studio at the Aquabear Legion headquarters, all four of us. Um, Browns lose 23 to 10 to the Miami Dolphins, who suck also. That was my first mm-hmm. thought. Like, but they weren't any good, and they still no. the shit out of them. Well, yeah, what, what does that say about the Cleveland Browns? Not Nothing much. Good. Nothing yeah. good. Um, and... I also, the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly about that game was that I instantly felt like it was last season, like week nine. Within like three minutes into the game, I was like, this is just like it's always been. Yeah. Well, I was sitting I was sitting right next to you, and I remember how excited we were by the first three plays. And was the first touchdown the fourth play? Is that right? Maybe it was the third. Or, I'm sorry, not touchdown, but interception. interception. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He got a first uh, down, and then he threw like a 50-yard interception. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just, I saw your heartbreak for a umpteenth time. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try to put a positive spin on it. At least they got a first down before the interception. Well, they did. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had like a stats person, like on ESPN Radio. I would have them look this up, but I, we don't. 
because I, one of the stats that blew me away from that game was that the Browns were one of fourteen on third down. Disgusting. They were. I, have I actually wonder if that was the first down they got. Was like the first. Yeah, it was. It was the first. Yeah, series. They proceeded to go over the first third down. And the last. Well, let me pull up the play-by-play here. Hold on one second. Well, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep. We'll come back to that. Because Richardson had like a quarter of his yards in that opening first three downs. Totally. On that first play. <laughs> Brandon Whedon threw 53 times. I will mark right here that you, the Browns will never, ever be able to win a football game if Brandon Whedon throws the ball 53 times. <laughs> we, the shit has hit the fan if that has happened. What's your what's your cutoff? How many times? I don't know. It might even be like ten, dude, because they might lose <laughs> every game that that jackass plays in. Three interceptions in the first half. Ouch! Uh, and he fumbled. I, yep. I've got it here I, now. I haven't pressed the third down conversion. And some of the, some of those interceptions we can't blame entirely on him. Yeah, I mean, but it's decision-making. Browns receivers have never really been able to catch the football. Do you remember Braylon Edwards? Yeah. Brian Panhands? Yes, unfortunately I do. <laughs> um, I have down as bright spots, though, uh, Jordan Cameron, 108 yeah. yards and touchdown. Yeah. Well, yeah. wasn't one of the interceptions off of his hands? I don't have that down, but that's probably true. I'm probably doing some revisionist history here. I think everybody bounced fucking footballs off their hand. Um, or hands or shoulders. Or, yeah, helmets. Teeth. Desmond Bryant, two sacks. Looked pretty awesome. Trent Richardson, as Chris mentioned earlier, only 47 yards for him total. 13 rushes, 47 yards. Oof. Uh, the only other positive thing I had written down was that they held Miami to only 20 rushing yards. So, I mean, the defense, other than the secondary, looks pretty solid, which is exactly what we said in the preseason pre- you know, preview in the first episode. And yeah. It's not really a surprise, but the front seven looked pretty sweet, and Mingo will be back next week. Um, but, yeah, tough game, man. Yep. Not how you want to start off. And what can you say, honestly? And it's like what well, you said that it reminded you of last season. You know, it's just no matter who the personnel is, no matter who the coaching staff is, it just seems to be the same level of ineptitude. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something they aspire to as a franchise. <laughs> just bring in different people to see if they can achieve that level of suckiness. But well, that's it's actually disheartening. And that's actually a pretty good segue to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was uh, I read this article this week. I sent it on to you guys, too, um, by Will Lech, Leach. How do you say it? Yeah, yeah something like that. Leach. Something like that. On Sports on Earth, um, called The Fans They Don't Deserve. And it was also subtitled that Brown's Faith will continue to be let down by um, team, essentially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right? I mean, and this guy had a really interesting perspective. Um, he's not a Browns fan, and he went and sat in the dog pound uh, this past Sunday against Miami. Um, 
And he just kind of talks about how he's sort of blown away with the fact of how dedicated Browns fans are as, you know, kind of like mirrored by like how terrible the football team is and has been. Um, and he goes into it by talking about, which I think we mentioned last week or last episode, about the um, Scott Edson Meyer uh, Minger from Mansfield, the guy who passed away and requested that Browns be his pallbearers so they could let him down one more time. And he talks about that and just this sort of idea that, like, Browns fans are a more dedicated and also even just from a business perspective, financially viable yeah. uh, to franchise, almost more so than any other team in the league, especially when you compare it to what the product that they're supporting is. <laughs> um and it was a pretty crazy article, and I thought this guy was dead on. I wanted to kind of just get your guys' thoughts on it and maybe mention a few things from it. Okay. I, I think he's absolutely spot on for the whole thing. Like, yeah. I mean, he mentions the letting down thing, but at this point, how many people honestly have expectations? <laughs> I don't think... A big part of being a Browns fan, to me, isn't necessarily about the actual results of the team, you know what I mean? It, it feels like there's a, a community around it. I don't know. I'm gonna no, I completely, I understand completely where you're coming from. The Browns backers. Yeah, it's like, that's another thing. You know, he talks about this fan base, this devoted fan base. I mean, they have, like, one of the, what, the largest worldwide network, um, you know? And he talks about just constantly selling out the stadium, and then he even talks about, like, the stadium sucks and they put some more money into it this year and it still sucks. <laughs> and people are still shelling out shit tons of money to go, you know? Um, some of the stats he gives are frightening. Yeah. Um, the Browns have had the second worst record since they've come back into the NFL, like in that period of time, since yeah. 1999. The second Detroit worst. is the worst. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, We're not Detroit. They've only played one playoff game. Which they lost to the Steelers. Right. I'll remember. Sure did. And the Brown Stadium, now known as First Energy Stadium, is the only current NFL stadium that has never hosted a playoff game. Which is super <laughs> depressing. I don't know if that registered, but I just had a resigned sigh. Yeah. <laughs> That's just unbelievable, man. That means every other team, it's not even like. Half of them are two-thirds, like every single one but yours. And you're talking about, you know, 14 years. It's not like... Anyway. Yeah, well, and he talks about whether this would fly with other franchises, and I wanted to see what you guys thought. I mean, if you think other franchises, if they were this terrible, would have that. Have that sort of fan base? Probably not at all. I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, what's Detroit's fan base like? It's probably similar, right? Same as Buffalo, I would say. They're pretty notoriously yeah. bad, except for the Super Bowl. Like, they all lost, you know. All these dying Rust Belt cities that just throw all their hopes into their shitty football teams. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it seemed that way. I mean, he... Re- and he... Yeah. Well, they're going to be terrible this year. Good. Fact, but, like, you know, week, my question, man... I'm sorry, I'm talking over you, Brian. No, you're good. I was just going to say next week we'll have a How Bad Does Pittsburgh Suck check-in segment. So I think <laughs> Go on, Chris. Nice. 
Well, yeah, you know, uh, when he talks about how it's not the same team as the old Browns, um, you know, I think what are we to do? Just stop liking football? Or does he want us to, you know, sh do you want to be a Ravens fan and say, oh, that's the real Browns? You know, they just yes. move cities? Cut yes. myself with that kind of talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's ridiculous. And that's one part of it that I kind of disagreed with. Like, I see what he's saying, but as a Browns fan, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do about it. Like, I love the Browns, and that's my team I root for, you know? Um, do we wish I, we, they were better? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I kind of wish they were worse. <laughs> but okay, you guys. I mean, he brings up, you know, and he's not... He's not shy like they were super successful when he brings up, you know, that that old team. And, I mean, it's true. The year before they left, they made the playoffs, you know? Like, or two years before, whenever, right before they left. And, you know, he brings up that they might not have won a Super Bowl, but they were always, they were never a joke. Like, they were always considered to be, a, you know, a team he respected. And, you know, right. even for well, weren't they especially shitty in, like, the pre-Brian Sype years? for the cardiac kids and all that. Yeah, the 70s were pretty bad, I think, you know, after yeah. the Brown, uh, you know, era there. This is, but, we're coming up on a decade and a half of just complete and utter shit. Terribleness, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. And he brings it up. That. He brings up that Sorry. if it was an expansion team, say, like, in San Antonio, right? Mm -hmm. Like, would they still even be half full like those stadiums, you know? Would people actually even do it? No. Where are you I just wanted to bring up what he said about uh, the being in the dog pound and how it's not, like, people are telling him it's not the same. And I just remember my dad took my brothers and I to a game when we were kids. I was probably, like, eight or nine, maybe ten, something like that. It was dead middle of winter. It was freezing ass cold, but that place was crowded. Everybody was hooting and hollering and carrying on. And I don't remember who they were playing but uh, one of the opposing team's players got injured in the end zone on the dog pound into the uh, municipal stadium. And immediately, while the guy is laying there getting tended to by trainers, getting immobilized, I think this chant of pussy, pussy <laughs> starts up. That left quite a mark And then old ladies flirted with my younger brother, who was probably like eight at the time. That's <laughs> so, the dog pound I remember. Yeah. <laughs> My first Browns game, we went to watch them play the Kansas City Chiefs, and there was like a four-year-old kid wearing a Chiefs jersey sitting in front of us, not in the dog pound, like in like the part of the stadium where the lake makes it the coldest. And uh, these grown men were saying terrible things to this <laughs> four-year-old child, calling him like a loser and like an asshole. Totally. Yeah, I mean... That is the, kind of an asshole kid to wear that jersey. Yeah, and, uh, and, and to, to be fair, most four-year-olds are assholes. Yeah, they are. And what kind of adult lets their kid, dude, parent, lets their kid wear that? Uh, Not a Browns fan. Mm -mm. Some sort so, of assholes parent. I mean, like, but I think you're you're dead on, like, in saying, you know, like, well, what are we supposed to do with that? I mean, it's true, and I think that that's the situation. They're not very good, but I actually find it to be a point of pride, like Ian said. I mean, that community, I find it to be a point of pride that people are that supportive. But at the same time, you're right, it's been a 
decade and a half, man, of terrible shit. I mean, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, apparently. <laughs> you, you think... <laughs> I don't even think they'd be better by now, just based on that alone. I mean, is it the that... strongest team in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it... I mean, is this all just that belief that if it, the one day, if it ever happens, like, it makes it all that much sweeter, you know? Now Cleveland will burn to the goddamn ground if the Browns are <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome, though? I mean, isn't that just... It really would be awesome. awesome. We could start a new there. It's true. Great <laughs> yeah, city and... Uh... As the, as we talk about this, the Indians are slowly working their way out of the playoffs, I think, you know, so it's just an all-around thing. And actually, do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about from that article? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's right, but why write about it? It's just going to make us feel worse. Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing. He is right, but it's not his place to shit on the Browns, you know what I mean? Like, you could call my brother an asshole and I'll get mad about it. I can call him an asshole because he's my brother. You know what I mean? But uh, the Browns are our brothers. We can shit all over them all day long. It's it's no one else's place to do that. <laughs> I agree. I do agree with that as well. If you want to read that article, um, we've posted it on our Facebook page. Just search six B's and a P. Um, find us on there. We've linked to it. I'll put it up on the Twitter as well. It's from uh, Sports on Earth by Will Leach, I believe. Um, and check that out. Pretty good stuff, but yeah, you're right. Only we can only we can talk shit about the Browns. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of people I want to talk shit about, I briefly wanted to bring up Kellen Winslow. Um, to say what the fuck. Um, dude got 79 yards and a touchdown last week, this yeah. past Sunday, for the, for the Jets of all teams. Probably most yeah. of their offensive yardage total. Guys, I just, I really don't have anything else down in the notes but that I just wanted everyone to go, hey, rem you remember Kellen Winslow? <laughs> remember that guy? I mean, to, to my understanding, he's the only former Brown still in the NFL. <laughs> in, in entirety, like every time a yeah, Brown yeah. stops playing for the Browns, they just leave. It's, it's over, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I did have though that so when I Sherry, if I if it's okay, I don't think she'll mind. Draft picked up in on the waiver wire in her fantasy league, Kellen Winslow, which is what got me thinking about this. And I actually think it probably was not a bad pickup, which also got me thinking like, holy crap! And it made me. <laughs> I told her she'd be all right as long as he didn't ramp his motorcycle. And then I ended up reading the article, which just real fast from 2005. The headline on ESPN.com was. Motorcycle crash gave Winslow torn ACL. And then the other part of the headline, Winslow charged with disregarding safety. <laughs> I did not know that was a crime. Yeah. That's, that's bananas. <laughs> so, yeah. Kellen Winslow. Jeez. Um, Ravens. I don't want to talk about fantasy football. Yeah. You don't? I don't. That was the other yeah, I mean, Ian, they held... Didn't, don't you have Lamar Miller? Yeah, I don't... See, this is my first time playing fantasy football. As it turns out, I don't know what I'm doing. And Those I drafted Lamar Miller. He's, he's a starting running back. Yeah, he only got three <laughs> yards, man, against the Browns. He had seven receiving yards, too, so... You know. 
and I think Fantasy Football is a lot like Guitar Hero in that the more you know how to play guitar, the worse you probably are at Guitar Hero, and the more you know about football, the worse you're going to be at Fantasy Football. I tend to excel at Fantasy Football, and actually the more I've learned about football, the worse I've gotten at Fantasy Football. <laughs> Here, I was awesome. Um, it's not a thinking man's game. I think it's just a it's a guessing game and picking names that sound cool and looking or at numbers to mean anything. Lamar Miller doesn't even sound cool. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. No, he well, didn't. Yeah, well, that's why you're not doing. Yeah, well. he didn't do very well. That's true. <laughs> Which is a wonderful segue, though. Real fast, too, just for the record, we should go back to talking about how Ian's not doing very well. I have no problem with doing that after this next. Yeah, segment. by all means. Well, it's a recurring theme. We'll even do it all, all season long. Um, no, and in fact, actually, let's keep talking for a minute, and I'll bring up Ian's team. That's even better. Sherry is going to uh, participate in a segment, and I think this will be a reoccurring segment as long as the fans enjoy it, um, where she is going to, based on her knowledge of football from these few seasons playing fantasy football and, of course, being married to in a relationship with the Browns fan for a while now, she is going to guess, ladies and gentlemen, the first name of football players based on the first initial and their last name. Okay, so I'll give her a name. Let's say K. Poland. Chris. Ding 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 ding. Yes. Uh, let's see if we can bring up the sound effects. I think we should do that. Oh, that's um, a good idea. And. What we're going to do is a wait, wait, don't tell me, don't sue us. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, don't I sue us? Wait, 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 don't sue us. <laughs> Peter Siegel's going to come down hard on you. Where she has to do a certain amount. So there's 15 players on a fantasy team, okay? And we're actually going to use Ian Wolf. We're going to use your fantasy team this week. Oh, okay. And we're going to give Sherry the first initial of the first name and the last name. And there's out of 15, Ian. How many? We're gonna let you pick since it's your team. How many does Sherry need to get get right here to win the game? To have Carl Castle record her. <laughs> actually, here's what we're gonna do, everybody. <laughs> to have Dave Obenauer record your voicemail on your. <laughs> we'll get him to do that. And that's the view. So we going through first person that comments on this podcast. Sherry is going to win them the chance for Dave to leave him a message. And if it's Dave, he has to leave a message for himself. <laughs> I don't care. If it's Dave, you can win, dude. Because we're, we'll talk so about going that through all Going through all Your 15 team. players? Yeah. All right, are we ready? We're going to go here, right? Hold on, and she has to get at least five. Five? I think she can go higher than that. We were doing test rounds earlier. You think so? Bad guess. Chris Boland, you're the new guesser. How many? All right. Out of 15. Uh, 10. 10. I think 10's good. All right, we're going to start I the clock. I know one she won't get. All right, start the clock. Is it Bartavius? R. Griffin. Robert. C. Johnson. That is incorrect. A. Foster. A. Johnson. Andre. M. Williams. Michael. B. Myers. Brandon. B. Right? Myers. <laughs> Sorry. L. Miller. 
Lamar. Yeah, fuck M. him. Brian. Matt. Texans. <laughs> <laughs> P. Rivers. Philip. L. Bell. Larry. Ooh, incorrect, yeah. but hilarious. Uh, J. Rogers. J. Incorrect. Uh, Jacquees. Jacquees. Uh, R. Williams. Robbie. I believe that's also probably incorrect. I think. I don't know his real name. E. Hayward Bay. DeShante. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to you. G. Tate. What? Oh, okay. So, let's see. We missed... Is it Deshante Hayward Bay? Is that it is, the same? We're going to give that one to you. And you got exactly 10 if I give that one to you. Deshante Hayward Bay, Ian, are you okay with that? No. All right, you got no. nine then, actually. Oh. Bay, so nine out of 15. So don't even bother commenting on this blog post because Dave Obenauer is not leaving a message for anyone. Failed. But that's pretty good. Yeah, because I will say actually real fast too, and I we picked Ian's team totally at random. We were just doing this with random players earlier, and you got some people with crazy names. Like you would never guess that someone's first name was Golden, because Golden Tate is not Greg Tate. It's Golden. Oh. And Jaquiz Rogers. I probably could have guessed that one. Uh, bonus points too for getting Houston for Texans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good. One. Um. <laughs> Next week, Ravens, Browns, Ravens. What do you guys think? Uh, we're the losingest division in the NFL. Yeah, everybody lost. Tie for first. I mean, the Ravens defense definitely took a hit in the offseason, and obviously Peyton Manning just destroyed them. Yes. But Brandon Whedon is no Peyton Manning. I don't think I've got <laughs> details out of school to say that. That is definitely true. Uh, I I don't have a good feeling. Yeah, neither do I. Chris? I, I never have a good feeling about Brown's game. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out already in the second episode. Um, we So Brown's Ravens this Sunday, 1 p.m. We'll talk about it, of course, next week. Yeah. Um, hopefully last episode. Go on. As I say, last episode, my prediction was that the Browns would go sixteen and zero, and I would like to revise that downward if I may. <laughs> fifteen, and, fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. Go Browns. Ian actually texted that to me like in the first quarter. I think after the second <laughs> interception, he asked if he was allowed to revise his prediction for the season. Um. Brian Weeby will not be joining us this week for a rant. We promise that is going to be a regular thing. I've had a crazy week, and Brian Weeby's also in Alaska, which I, he, he still would have done it from Alaska, but the reason this podcast is late as well, I feel like I should share, is because my car caught on fire. Um, so I've been dealing with that as well. If anyone out there in Six Bs in a P-Land has a reasonably priced used car, drop us a line at Ian. What's that email address? Brian needs a car, his old one caught on fire at uh, angelfire.net. That is correct. Drop us a line. Sad stuff all around. 
Um, speaking of sad stuff, so Brian will be back next week, I promise. Um, Who let him out of the chamber in the first place? He's in the chamber. He got shot to Alaska in the chamber. Oh, okay. Right. Surveying work, and then he'll hop back in. A series um, of tubes. A series of tubes will bring him to our studio next week. Um, we're going to have some more guests throughout the season, which actually, too, I was going to say, anybody out there who's interested in calling in or being on this show, um, contact us, brian at aquabarely.com, or just leave a message, and we'll have you. Um, and if anybody knows anybody else, still... It's an open invitation that? to current Browns. It's an open invitation to current Browns players. Yeah, it still right. Yeah, it's still. And there. to Bernie Kosar's porno daughter. Bernie Kosar's porno daughter. Welcome. Um, this week we have a Don Fleming Memorial trivia question. I want to get to last week's first, and I also want to announce a change to the trivia question. Um, Every week on Six Bees and a P, we've asked you a piece of Browns trivia, and we opened it up to you, the listener, to provide an answer and win some Aquaware buttons. But the problem is Dave Obenauer wins every week, which is not a problem. Dave deserves it. But it just kind of takes away some of the magic. We're going to get Dave on this season, okay? And that leads me to the next thing, which is that we're going to change it so that I give the trivia question to whoever's on the show with me. And you have to give me. How does that grab you? I don't have to Right in Jimmy's. This, <laughs> this week, it's not going to be like that, though. We're going to do a Don Fleming Memorial Audience Participation Memorial trivia question. Um, Great. Last week's, <laughs> last week's question was how many Browns are in the Hall of Fame? And also, just kind of as an extra question, what team has the most? Dave Obenauer got that one right. Big surprise. Um, Dave, good job. Uh, the Browns have 16 members in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and still have only played one playoff game since 1999. Um, they applied for the fifth highest, which is pretty sweet. The Chicago Bears have the most with 26. So good job, Dave. We'll give you some buttons next time I see you. And I want to invite Dave on. We were talking about getting him on. So sometime soon we should do that. Um, this week's Don Fleming Memorial Trivia question is, since the Browns' return in 1999, which Browns player that's not a quarterback has the most touchdowns? Um, that is the question. Which Browns player who's not a quarterback has the most touchdowns since 1999, since when the Browns have been back? And it kind of ties into a, the article we mentioned earlier. Um, it's a depressing answer. <laughs> it's shocking. I'd say it's, it's shocking. shocking. I wouldn't answer. have guessed this. And I actually think this would have been a great question to lead with asking all of you guys um, if it hadn't been for the fact that it was in that article, and I think you probably both saw it. Yeah. Okay. Show enough. So we move on to the tweet of the week. Um I'm going to let Sherry do this if you want. We actually have a main tweet of the week. This is the official winner, and then I have an honorable mention. I'll read the honorable mention. You can do sure. So Jason Pinkston, uh, wouldn't have been able to guess his first name because I don't know who he is. Who's Jason Pinkston? Uh, I think he's like an offensive lineman tackle of some sort. He gets Brown. hurt every year, right? He gets hurt every year. <laughs> he's somehow still on the Browns, yet 
know, LJ Ford's gone. Maybe they forget because he's always hurt. He's always forget there. He's there. They forget he's there. He's just like yeah. in the ice tub. So Jason Pinkston, uh, whose uh, Twitter handle is at Jason Pinkston, capital O, capital L. Don't know what that means. Offensive lineman. Oh, Jason Pinkston, offensive lineman. Uh, on September 10th, tweeted, laying under this AC all day, that heat is no ho. No ho. <laughs> You guys have anything you want to say about that? I have nothing to say about that. Yeah, yeah there's also an honorable mention tweet. Is this also from Jason Pinkston? No, this is from somebody else. And okay. I, I wanted to take this because I have a little bit of a lead into this. We have an honorable mention. One thing, and I think it goes across you know, the spectrum of all of our lives, but that sucks about social media is that you find out things about people. Sometimes it's people you know and sometimes it's, you know, people that play for the Browns that you don't really want to know because in my mind, the Browns are all awesome, right? I mean, even though they're terrible. Good people. They're, they're awesome. But no, not really probably. Uh, Tony Pachos, for instance, is super into Rand Paul, all right? And six B's and a B, we're not going to talk about politics a lot. But the one political thing I will mention, and I have no problem with it, is that this show <laughs> does not support Rand Paul in any way whatsoever. <laughs> Quite the contrary. We support people who disagree with him, I would say, across the board. Who's Tony Pachos? He's like a lineman of some sort, too, right, Ian? Do you know that? You're a, the stats guy now, since you looked at that one. It sounds like that. I don't think he, he plays sounds like he owns an Italian restaurant. No. Yeah, yeah, Tony Pachos. No, I don't think so. So Tony Pachos. Yeah, Tony Pachos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He retweeted Dante <laughs> Stallworth. So this is a great connection here, you guys. <laughs> Dante former Browns wide Speaking receiver. of Browns, current member of your Browns franchise in Madden. That is correct. In Madden from two years ago, I did pick him up as my sixth receiver. Also current murderer. He is Dante Stallworth. Dante, we'd love to have you on the show. Well, Dante it's, uh, killed a man. It's okay but, because he, yeah, and he gave the family a lot of money, so it's all right. He didn't go to jail, I don't think, did he? No. No, he dropped no. And he got, it was in Miami, I believe. Uh, and I think Sounds he's. Surprising. I don't. I don't think he's playing currently. He might. I don't know if he is. I, he was on the Ravens practice squad at one point, but I think he's off again. Um, but Dante played since then. Browns gave him a shit ton of money. Yeah. He played crappy, got hurt, and then killed a man, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and then never played for the Browns again, I don't believe. And then he ended up playing for someone else. I don't think he's in football anymore. He is on my Madden franchise. So Dante Stallworth at Dante Stallworth twenty two H kind of a crappy Twitter handle. We, what does the twenty two H mean? I'm not sure. Dante, we'd love to have you on the show to answer that question. He and tweet, hopefully not murder us. Not murder <laughs> us through the internet. <laughs> hopefully, we love you, Dante. Um, D- Dante Stallworth and retweeted, of course, by Tony Pachos. Dante Stallworth says. Now that all attention is on hashtag Syria, the hashtag NSA is like the mischievous child, eerily quiet in the other room, doing God knows what. Wow. Wow. Wow, Dr. Stallworth. He's really captured the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, the internet was anxiously waiting for Dante Stallworth's opinion on the NSA... Now we're all on a watch list for talking about it. Yeah, yeah I hope. I feel okay. like more people would listen to this show if we got on a watch list somehow. 
how do we get on a watch list? I think we did what we could this time without actually causing any serious harm or danger to us. So yeah, Dante Stallworth. Uh, he's probably terrible a, person. You think he's a 9/11 truther? Ooh. Probably. Him and Asner. Oh my God! All right, so that's your tweet of the week. Jason Pinkston, he is hot. Dante Stallworth getting retweeted by Tony Pachos about some weird Rand Paul NSA stuff. Um, I think that about does it for this week's episode of Six P's and a P. Anybody have anything before we go? Well, I'm, I'm concerned. Uh, Dante Stallworth's Twitter handle is not at Dante Stallworth 22H. Um, I believe when Brian copied the tweet, it was 22 hours ago. His Twitter <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. His Twitter, <laughs> his Twitter handle is just at Dante Stallworth. Uh, it's a verified profile, and you can follow him uh, for what looks to be mostly tweets about current events. Wow. Um, I will tell you that 12 hours ago he did tweet 1111. That's all. Don't don't put a 22H at the end. <laughs> I don't know much about Twitter. That's all right. 1111, I, I never forget. Yeah. I forgot. I think the, the one thing I would like to add, if I can add one thing at the end. Go ahead. Is that that first game of this season, to me, uh, felt like experiencing an entire year of Browns football in four quarters. You know, it was hopeful for three plays, you know, and <laughs> then it was just things went to hell and never recovered. Agreed. It was a real so, As someone who was in the room with most of you, it was not necessarily the way I wanted to spend the end of a weekend with friends being <laughs> so sad and people just leaving the house quietly one by one until it was just me and Brian. <laughs> being sad. That sounds but scary. hey, Aquabear County Fair! Yeah. Aquabear County Fair was fantastic. I had a great time. Shut up. You were <laughs> Still had a great time. Well... That brings us to the end, then, of this second episode. Week one of Six P's and a P, our second season. Um, Browns versus Ravens this Sunday, 1 p.m. We'll be back here to talk about it uh, next week. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more positive. I thought this was a great show, though, for you know being all real sad, and I think rightfully so. Um, you know, we still, I think, managed to laugh a little bit. Yeah. I tried to talk about. I would have been happy talking about your rice for thirty minutes. <laughs> I finished it now, so I don't. I don't know what else there is to say. That brings great closure to the show, actually. Thanks yeah. for letting cool Yeah, thanks to all of you guys for hanging out. Thanks to Ian Wolf. You can listen to him on Ian Plug Your Shit. Uh, on the radios, one to four. Some weeks on Friday, seven to ten. The other weeks on Saturday. That's a terrible plug. Don't listen. It's awful. What's the website? KVSC.org. All right. Live from a frozen Minnesota lake. Ian, thanks for joining us. Chris Poland, do you have anything you want to plug? 
We're gonna have a Sunday episode of uh, the thing, and then right and some wrestling <laughs> stuff, maybe. Yeah, there is a um, new episode, fairly new episode of uh, Sometimes the Barry Two Two from Sunday at this year's Nelsonville Music Festival. Uh, maybe sometime this year we will release another regular episode of Sometimes the Barry Two. Um, you can listen to my wrestling podcast at rockstarprowrestling.com. Uh, read about video games on GhettoBlasterMagazine.com. And that's about it. I feel like I'm on Bang Bang. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I mean, that's right. We, I think after that first episode, that format really worked. I don't know how the audience feels about it, if nine of you want to let me know. Yeah, Dave, what do you think? Dave. <laughs> Dave, uh, Maceo, I'm hoping. Yeah. Maceo, are you out there? Shout out to Maceo. He texted us to find out how he could hear about it. I also want to say, too, that I love that I'm getting more and more noticed by folks that I know as a Browns fan. None other than Mr. Mike Elliott came up to me and talked about the uh, Browns. He's a Bengals fan, and we had a really good conversation about um, our respective teams, and that was really cool. I don't know if I would have done that if I didn't blab about it so much. Um, the Maybe Leds, he can be on the episode uh, when they play the Bengals. I was thinking yeah. about that. I'm going to ask him. We'll, we'll, I'll report back. And let you know. Hopefully, Dave, we were talking, is going to be on one. Uh, yeah. I mentioned I talked to him quite a bit about possibly coming on. And I, his response when I told him about it was like, well, what do I do? Do I just come in and complain about the Browns? And I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, I guess. Yeah, or you're happy. Exactly. It only happens a couple times a year, it seems. Um, <laughs> Sherry, right, thanks. Close, for the close the plug, I have nothing that I do that's worth letting anyone know about. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. I'm going to go walk the dog. You can find me every night on Columbia Avenue. Walking the, the dog. Hound. With our basset hound that peed in the house. During the Walking the damn dog. Um, actually, I'm going to just comment as well. Please don't find my wife walking the dog. <laughs> I don't like um, I'm Brian. I'm Brian Costa. You can find Plugging Aquabrea Legion and AquabreaLegion.com as well as this podcast, Six Bs and a P. Thanks to the Aquabear, the almighty Aquabear, for hosting me, your one source for force. Thanks to Chris, Ian, and Sherry for being on here. Um, support Ohio Music. Download and listen to stuff at Aquabrea Legion. Uh, go Browns. Go Browns. Browns. One and one. Browns. 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 Browns.